0: I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are closing out part one of the series where I give advice that no one asked for by topic for each Enneagram type. Today, we are covering the topic of self care for type one. And you all have been incredibly patient for this one. This is the last of the series, and no one complained. Thank you, ones. You are so kind. I will cover what life can look like for you with and without self-care, and what you may do to sabotage your self-care, and a few practical tips for infusing more self-care into your life. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose for today, the thing that is making me happy is that I saw my first fully vaccinated friend and we had a little coffee, a little lunch together the other day and I can't believe it. Like it's unreal, right? Like for me, it has been over a year since I have gone out to a restaurant, since I've hung out with a friend, since I've hugged someone who is not my husband or my baby so that's kind of a crazy feeling. And here are my thoughts on this. So first of all, I I'm, here's kind of my approach. I'm mostly staying quarantined. I'm not like going back to normal life and doing normal things. And the reason for that is that we don't really know. We're pretty sure that you can't Share the virus if you are fully vaccinated, but it's not a hundred percent guaranteed. And there are people out there who can't get vaccinated, and so that's part of the reason why I'm getting vaccinated is because it's something that I can safely do. And we need herd immunity. Um, obviously, I am not your vaccination expert. Don't come to me for your vaccination advice. But this is kind of my experience with it and the way that I'm processing it. Um, I personally am of the belief that we belong to one another. We care for one another. I am not different than you. You are not different than me just because we have different needs. And I will do my part any day of the week to tend to people and to care for people in the ways that we can. And so one of those ways right now is to get vaccinated, but then to also not like run around crazy afterwards. So I I have read um, and it has been recommended from the CDC at this point, as I'm recording this, you know how things change. But as I'm recording this, they say it's safe for you to hang out with other fully vaccinated people, especially if you are outdoors. And so that feels very comfortable for me, although I'm still intending to keep my circle pretty small. And the reason for that is the more people I spend time with, the higher the risk is. Before we have, everybody is eligible to be fully vaccinated before we have herd immunity. It just feels like the safest thing to do. That's kind of my plan. I'm excited though. I got to hug someone and hang out with my friend Laura Lee, who is just an absolute treasure of a person. Ah, Yeah, so happy. Now, my thorn is that I am (laughs) currently (laughs) – this is like TMI – but you know what that's what that's what we do sometimes i think it's important i'm currently in that weird phase and if you are someone who has a menstrual cycle you know what this is like where i know that soon any day any moment is the time for my cycle to start and it's kind of like this weird limbo place right where you're like soon i know that i will be very tired and i will be in pain but it's not happening yet, but it will happen soon. And I kind of have to, I have a lot of work to do. I'm like very aware of it. And um, yeah, so that's my thorn is I'm just kind of like in this weird limbo around soon. I know I will be sick. And that's such a strange thing about being having a cycle. So crazy. And my bud is that soon we will be having the next Enneagram Summit. This will be my third summit in a row. It is coming up in just a couple of weeks. I think tickets go on sale like next week. I say I think. I know that tickets go on sale next week. This is the summit that I'm hosting. I don't know why I said I think. I know the Enneagram Summit is going on sale next week. And that's crazy. I'm so pumped. I cannot wait for you guys to Experience it. The workshops are already rolling in, and they are so good. The people who are doing this are just absolutely amazing, and they're really giving out of the goodness of their heart for this because they they're not like this isn't a crazy money maker, um, but it is an amazing opportunity to learn about something that we all really value. Now. Let's give some unsolicited advice on self-care for type 1. Now, type 1s, when self-care gets neglected, here are a few things that can happen. So first, maybe you feel resentful about your daily tasks. You think about all of the things you have to do, all of the things on your to-do list, and you feel Yeah, you feel resentment. You feel like these are things that I don't want to have to do. I wish I didn't have to do all of these things. I don't know what I could even cross off of my to-do list. I feel obligated to do these things. And it's so overwhelming. The second way that you can kind of notice that self-care has been neglected is that your inner critic is running rampant. You can't ever do anything that makes you happy. You feel like you are always letting yourself down. You never quite live up to your own expectations. You kind of replay things that you've said and done in your mind. And you think like, why did you say this? Why did you do this? Why did you act this way? It would have been better if you had said this thing, you know, that you are too emotional, too expressive. You're inappropriate in this way by just being yourself. Number three is you limit your access to joy and fun. You start over restricting and over moderating yourself and therefore limiting your opportunities for play. You know, you become so rigid that you can't be spontaneous or things that used to be fun you feel guilty for or you restrict your access to them because you don't think you are worthy of them or you don't feel like you have time for them. Number four is feelings of hopelessness or like you're the only one who cares. The, the bottom of the barrel here is like that feeling of like, I'm alone. No one understands how hard I'm working. No one sees how much I'm contributing here. There's no one who can help me. I am at the end of my rope and I am empty. So that is what it can look like when self-care has been neglected. Now with self-care you feel comfortable leaving work on the table. You know when it's time to call it a day or call it a weekend and you feel confident that you can step away and take care of yourself because the work will be there when you come back and you will be okay. Number two is you trust others to carry the workload with you. Even if they don't do it the way that you would do it, you trust that they will do it anyway. Number three is you integrate play into your day-to-day life. You Allow that like part of you that comes alive on vacation to exist and integrate with your daily life. And for you are more open to new ideas and opinions and experiences and more open to kind of the gray in between the black and white, the right and wrong, the good and bad. You're more open to the possibility that there are other ways to be and to think. Now, we're going to get into how you sabotage your self-care and how to infuse more self-care into your life, but before we do, let's hear from today's sponsor. Here's the thing. I love eating lots of yummy fruits and vegetables, but sometimes when you are running a business, you have kids running around, you have You know, things that you want to tend to, it can be hard to prioritize really taking the time to create nourishing meals, especially for me in the morning time. I am tired in the morning, and oftentimes it is the last thing that I want to do to really think about how am I going to get, you know, a good source of veggie, a good source of fruit, a good source of protein, a good source of fat, all in this one meal. And honestly, I don't feel good when I end up just eating like sugary breakfast cereal or, you know, toast every single morning. This all changed once I discovered Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. I know for sure that it is all good. Daily harvest is ready when you are. So everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. So you also waste less food. There's no need to overthink any of your meals for the week with daily harvest. There are smoothies for breakfast, which are incredible. They have flatbreads for lunch or dinner and foods that are perfect for cooler weather, like harvest bowls and their incredible soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, including their recently launched almond milk, which I think may be my favorite thing. It's made of almonds and a dash of sea salt like that's it that's all that's in it and this is super convenient because i'm always stocked up whenever i need almond milk for my smoothies like you can leave it in your freezer and they're like these cubes that you blend and you can mix them in with smoothies or i will use it for my matcha in the afternoon which they also have really good matcha and this is amazing because i used to buy almond milk but i don't use it for my coffee or anything else so i would only need it for smoothies and for matcha and sometimes it would go bad, but now it stays in my freezer and I just use what I need when I need it. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. So amazing. So get started today. You can go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code EGRAM to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code EGRAM for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Again, that is dailyharvest.com. Thank you, Daily Harvest, for sponsoring today's episode. All right, friends, let's get into how our type ones sabotage their self-care. So the first thing is they may over-function and take on more responsibility than is necessary. Even like a simple trip to the grocery store can become this really big chore. Like you go into the grocery store and you maybe notice that the carts aren't where they're supposed to be. So you kind of put the carts where they're supposed to go. And then you're you're walking through the grocery store, you get a text from a friend and There's like a certain way you're supposed to respond to that text, and you want to do it timely because you want to be appropriate and responsible. So you text them back right there. And then you start to notice that some things are out of order in the store. And so you kind of rearrange those because you want to be a good citizen and like do your part. You know, all of these little things add up over time to where. Going to the grocery store isn't just for other people. Maybe they go to the grocery store, they just walk in, they get all their groceries, and then they check out and they go home. And you've actually done like twice the amount of work as... Uh, someone else does just going to the store. And so some of that work there is really noticing what's mine to do and what's mine to leave behind, right? Like, yes, I could organize these shopping cart and that would be like a good thing to do. Maybe it is like a good person thing to do, but at the same time, maybe it's not a big deal for the person who has to do it. Maybe it's not the end of the world if someone else does this and everyone will be fine if I just leave it to the person whose job it is to do this, The second thing is thinking that your inner critic is the voice of reason. This is a big thing. You really – the work here, um, when we think about sabotaging our self-care for our ones, is this harsh voice that's inside of you that is telling you that you're never enough, that you can't do what you're supposed to do, that you're always doing something wrong. You could have always done better that gets interpreted as like the the voice of goodness and the voice of rightness and the voice of reason. And so you trust that voice. And therefore, when it tells you that you're trash, you know, that you're never good enough, you think the voice of goodness and the voice of reason and the voice of rightness doesn't think very highly of you, right? And if the voice of reason, the voice of goodness, doesn't think very highly of you, then like why do you deserve good things? why do you deserve to be taken care of? why are you worthy of good love and and good things so you limit and restrict yourself and you hold back your ability to experience joy because if you if you suffer, <laughs> then maybe you'll be worthy of a little bit of happiness, the end of it, maybe. At the end of that, you can have the good things that you want in your life. All right. The third way that our type ones can sabotage self-care is they don't let people help in their way and in their timing. Meaning, I want someone to, I'm tired of doing everything because, yeah, most type ones are over-functioning. So I'm like, hey, can I get some help with these dishes? And someone's like, yeah, I'll help you with these dishes in a couple of hours. Or, um, I'll help you with these dishes, but I'm going to wash them by hand instead of running them to the dishwasher. And so that like sense of maybe you have, you want those dishes done now and you want them done a certain way. And so instead of letting that person do it their way and their timing, you just feel like you have to do it yourself or it's not going to get done right. Right. And so a lot of the practice is saying like, actually, which one's more important to me? That this is done the right way, the way that I think is the right way in the timing that I want it to be done in, or that I have some time to myself. And a lot of times, hopefully, you can recognize, okay, I need some time to myself. That, yes, this feels important to me. This feels urgent. It feels like there's a certain way that this has to be done. But at what cost? Right, is it at the cost of me overburdening myself, over functioning, exhausting myself? Is it really worth that? You know if having one you know I used to be so intense about like the bowls go on top of the dishwasher, we don't have a dishwasher now, but like that was the thing like I would die on that on that front like that is like <laughs> the thing I was like set on, but. Worst case scenario, there's like one bowl that needs to be rewashed. If in that case, if I let someone else do it in their timing, that means, okay, I have to let the dishes be dirty a little bit longer than I would like for them to be. And maybe there's like one or two dishes that have to be rewashed. But if I let them take care of it, that's also like an hour of my day back. That's way more valuable to me in this moment. Okay, and the fourth and final way that you may sabotage your self-care is think in play and joy are frivolous and dispensable, and that they have to be earned. Right? So, thinking that these things that are actually pretty integral to your joy, your like well being, joy, and happiness, these things feeling like they're extra or fr- frivolous or expendable, and that you can and you have to earn them through hard work limits your ability to experience happiness, which like is a pretty big deal when you think about it. Happiness is one of the core things that we need to just get through the day. Our ability to experience happiness and joy and play. So when you think you have to earn that And you have this harsh inner critic that never thinks that you're quite living up to your expectations, and you don't feel like you can trust other people to do the things that you want to do or you need done. When does play ever get to have have a chance? For most type ones, they say I have like a different vacation personality. When I go on vacation, like I I have like a whole different persona that comes alive. That is all well and good and beautiful, but how many days of the year are you on vacation? If we're lucky, maybe we get fourteen of those days. Out of a 365-day year over the course of your life, that's not much. So how can you learn to integrate play and joy into your day-to-day life? So let's talk a little bit about infusing more self-care in. So first, bouncing right off of the last point, intentional laughter and play, possibly with people who lighten you up. Maybe there are people in your life who every time you're around them, you just Crack up the entire time, you just become this version of yourself that is so light and airy and playful. How can you intentionally invite time with those people into your life more often? Maybe you just enjoy watching comedy or funny movies or funny shows, or you hanging out with little babies makes you giggle and play and feel playful. Whatever it is for you, integrate this intentionally into your life. It's important. Number two is resentment is a sign that you are taking on more than your fair share, right? This is where you need to go, whoa, I need to, what's mine to do and what's mine to leave behind? If you're starting to feel resentment, it's an indicator that you are kind of reaching into other people's areas and trying to take over for them, trying to do more than you have to do just to be alive. Number three, remember that you have more energy when you leave a task done before it's finished to you. So there's a moment where a task is done, and then there's a moment where our type ones think a task is done. That moment is often very far. There's usually a huge gap in between. One of the type ones that I interviewed for the podcast, Malika Starn, she said, I have to think about like excellent instead of perfect. Something can be great and still not feel complete to you, but you are going to have more energy for the things in your life and more energy for the next task if you can learn to close something before you feel like it's complete. If you can learn to appreciate and respect the work that you've already done before you feel like it's been perfected. All right, number four, pick your battles. Do I want the dishes done or do I want them done the way that I would do them? What At what cost am I asking for these things to be done the way that I want them done? Is it the cost of happiness in my relationship? Is it the cost of time for myself? Is it the cost of joy? Is it the cost of playtime? The cost of self-care time? What am I losing here? And five is a bonus if you can prioritize weekly indulgent time like full-on self-indulgent as selfish as you can be this can really aid in your ability to allow for more shades of gray in your life meaning if you can if you allow yourself a little bit of self-indulgence you are not going to be as offended when other people take their time for self-indulgence it's not going to be as shocking when other people prioritize pleasure because you are allowing yourself the same. And oftentimes it can feel like, oh, this person's enjoying their life. They're just out here like playing, having a good time while I do all of the work. But if you intentionally prioritize your own indulgence, then the balance is, is more naturally equalized. Right? People are all of a sudden kind of have to pick up some of the things that you are not absorbing task wise because you're taking care of yourself. But also, you know how good it feels to prioritize pleasure. And therefore, um, you're no longer the one without. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, oh, I understand why we prioritize this. I'm enjoying my life too. Way to go, other person for enjoying their life. It makes things easier. It makes life around other people easier to live. All right, friends, thank you all for being here. As always, it is such a joy to create this content for you. If you are looking for support and finding more self-care without neglecting the things you want to do in your life, you may be interested in my community, The Brave Collective. You can find it at thebravecollective.co, and I will see you all tomorrow for the next episode.